Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time and a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. Today, we are going to talk about contempt. We see examples of this in a lot of social interactions, but it can become toxic. This is part two of our discussion on the four horsemen that can doom a relationship. We will discuss some examples of contempt, why it is so dangerous, and solutions that can eliminate contempt. Welcome back to another episode of the Family Order Podcast. Just a quick reminder, we are doing video in our true form mm-hmm. at 8.04 in the evening. So we have drinks. Business. Uh... Yes. <laughs> um, so we're doing video. It will come out on YouTube on Mondays. The audio will come out on your favorite podcast um, platform on Mondays as well. But if you want a sneak preview, uh, we are recording to post to our IGTV um, a few days before the podcast is supposed to come out. So uh, go follow us over on Instagram at the family order and you'll get a little bit early access to the content. So uh, John Gottman is a famous uh, psychologist and professor who has worked for over four decades on divorce prediction and marital uh, stability. So last episode, we talked about criticism for the four horsemen. Uh, This is something that John Gottman came up, but the four horsemen helps with managing conflict and relationships. So the goal is to replace these four horsemen with positive and productive habits in communication right because these are negative yes so the four horsemen if you are a biblical person um they are a metaphor depicting the end times of the new testament conquest war hunger and death so they are predicting the end times of a marriage Mm -hmm. sure so um the four um horsemen here are used in communication styles and these four styles can predict the end of a relationship. So their criticism, which we talked about in the previous episode, contempt, my personal favorite that we're Mm -hmm. talking about today, uh, defensiveness and stonewalling. So when it comes to marriage, we've talked about the pillar before in several episodes. I think we even had a whole episode dedicated to this, but it is a pillar of ours to elevate one another to flourish as life partners. And in no way does contempt uh, come in to that sentence <laughs> in any way. It's the antithesis. So that's a big word. I know this late at night. Can't you say antonym? I think I just got lucky. <laughs> that actually made sense. So, so um, honestly, the second horseman here is contempt. So this is our favorite. This is probably one that we've come across why is it our favorite why do we keep saying that well i don't i don't know if i'd say favorite because we like it i would say favorite is in <laughs> it's something we now that we see it uh-huh. we can't unsee it we mm-hmm. spot it immediately and it just it, it just makes our skin crawl mm-hmm. as soon as we hear it we recognize it immediately and I, I don't know I and mean, we're not early... saying in our relationship no no, no we, obviously this. we recognize it immediately in our relationship if sure. it were to happen but 
we recognize it in other people's relationships. Yeah. And we, then we talk about them. Probably <laughs> saw it more. We, well, we saw it more early in our relationship. We've seen it in others since we were early to get married and others weren't. So we've seen it in mm-hmm. them later after we figured out it was bad mm-hmm. because we thought it was somewhat normal. So contempt, so, when we communicate in this state, we are mean. Yeah. <laughs> We're truly mean. So we treat others with disrespect. That's the biggest word for me is disrespect. Uh, we mock them with sarcasm, ridicule, call them names, mimic or use body language such as eye rolling, scoffing. So the target of contempt is made to feel despised and worthless. Right. Um, but what's I guess most entertaining is that it's not forthcoming. Yeah. Is that the entertaining part for us? Maybe. It's not like someone Maybe. goes like, I despise my husband. <laughs> I mean, some people do, but yeah, <laughs> it's not like they say they don't that. Spell it out that way. Yeah, they don't spell it out. Exactly. Yeah. So um, so in regard to criticism in the previous episode, contempt goes far beyond criticism. We talked about um, criticism being kind of the gateway to the other horsemen especially contempt yes especially contempt because criticism attacks a person's character at their core uh, whereas contempt assumes a certain position of moral superiority mm-hmm. over that person mm-hmm. so whoever you're holding contempt for you're mocking them as if you are better than them yeah so one of my one that we like you're you're tired I'll cry me a river yeah like are you nine yeah <laughs> like that's what some of us hit a kj are you a child <laughs> or or something i'm tired well hi tired i'm mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she likes dad jokes but she doesn't like the uh, jokes like that she doesn't find us as funny as i think we do yeah so like if ben were to come home from work which we both work from home but you know and he's like oh you're tired or a long trip all the way upstairs <laughs> that commute's killing me you know if i were to say something i've been with the kids all day running around like a mad to keep this house going and all you do when you come home is work and flop down on the sofa like a child and play those idiot video games mm-hmm you know, I don't have time to deal with another kid. Can you please, could you be any more pathetic? Yeah. So <laughs> things like that are very contemptuous. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little over the top, obviously, but yeah. I bet there's people that's <laughs> heard like stuff like that. Though. Skills? Honestly, it's the probably fun part about contempt is when that, when a spouse says that about their husband to other people. Yeah. That's the entertainment factor for me. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, he's a complete idiot. He he can never get anything right. Uh-huh. He doesn't know he how to do things games. the right way. He he always messes things up. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's um, you know, it's really interesting because I guess the question is when you show that level of contempt, maybe you do it directly to, to your spouse, what do you expect in return? Mm-hmm. Do you really think there's going to be a positive reaction like you know what you're right i am the world's worst driver i should never drive again here's the keys you drive from now on now i think about that you're so nice because i probably am a really bad driver (laughs) you're a worse backseat driver and you're you're a terrible passenger terrible passenger but Um, see the thing is is biden i know it i accept it yeah that's true 
not going to change it. And that's why you can't really show contempt though, because mm-hmm. you have a level of humility and that's what's lacking in contempt. Mm-hmm. You have no humility about your own flaws. You just want to throw stones even though you live in a glass house. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. we all have things that we mess up, right? And you want to be positive and try to help improve, right? This, is, this should be constructive, but uh, instead you're showing contempt like you're better than them. So maybe they won't look at all your flaws if if they're mm-hmm. busy feeling bad about themselves. But honestly, showing that level of contempt even to friends doesn't do any good. I mean, what are they supposed to say? I well, I guess I don't know. What, <laughs> I'm sorry. How am I supposed to feel that way? Pick sides here, or <laughs> and then after, over time, let's say things improve, they're going to remember those interactions and those comments. Mm-hmm. that you made that, that doesn't just go away mm-hmm. just because oh things are better now so that doesn't mm-hmm. matter it's like wait you just completely called him a fat ugly slob who is an idiot who doesn't know how to do anything right now how am I supposed to look at him the next time I meet him mm-hmm. I, you know it's gonna feel weird mm-hmm. so do you don't... know how your wife says about you right <laughs> so obviously research also shows that couples that have a lot of contempt um, with each other suffer from more infectious illnesses colds huh. the flu um, probably <coughs> COVID. <coughs> so uh, but that's due to stress and weakened immune systems oh, so I think that's sense. that's pretty obvious for we don't most. get sick not really well I wouldn't say we never have contempt or stress but I think mm-hmm. that we probably minimize it pretty well that's very interesting <laughs> so contempt is fueled by these long simmering negative thoughts about your partner, many of which you didn't bring up when you probably should have, but they come to a head when the perpetrator attacks the accused from a position of superiority, like we said before. Mm-hmm. So you wait and you wait, and then you suddenly arm yourself with enough ammo to launch an attack. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, contempt is the single greatest predictor of divorce. Right. So it must be eliminated and i feel like all of our friends are probably going to get divorced if they don't eliminate it oh, that sounds so that. bad well they can still turn it around they I, can't yeah i i don't and again we're not perfect there's no we're not. guarantee that we're keeping all of that out of our and it has taken work it'll continue to take maintenance yes, for sure exactly That's exactly why we have date nights and why we try to mm-hmm. have positive when i'm talking to people about my husband um, it's always in a very uplifting um, sort of way, you know, mm-hmm. and not not bringing my husband down. Um, because again, does does that make you look? It's not better? airing his dirty I mean, laundry. It's not. Yeah. You know, makes you look bad too. Yeah, it's not That's focusing the on the mistakes that he's made or you know yeah. anything like that. Yeah, it makes me look bad. It makes you look bad. And not to say that you want to put on a big front like you're yeah. faking your life like everything's great and it's all sunshine and rainbows because that's not true either mm-hmm. you know but there's a difference between maybe having someone lend a friendly ear on a particular maybe subject without getting too detailed mm-hmm. or getting into graphic details about something that they don't mm-hmm. need to know about mm-hmm. um, but you know honestly you'll find in most marriages and most relationships it's all relative everybody's relationship is different so even if someone else is married, you've known them a long time, they can't fully relate to your relationship. Only you know what goes on behind closed doors. They can't, they don't have all the context. Mm-hmm. So it's not a fair thing to do in the first place. Yeah. 
So the antidote for contempt, like we said, is to build a culture of appreciation and respect. And this is taking work and and not like work, but like just a lot of growth, growth and um, intentional sort of. Yes. Intent. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, So remind yourself of your partner's positive qualities and focus on those versus the negative qualities that they have. So this is a rut that is easy to slip into if you've been in a long-term relationship with which we've been together 17 years, right? Almost. Right. So resentment can build, um, and you get too familiar and you start to overlook all the good things that the other person performs. So, and it, it just kind of becomes the standard. Whereas if you start to, have that intentional focus of the amazing things that your spouse or husband does. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it radiates, you know, uh, the, the very few times that we get together with friends, you know, or family and it's the usual, Oh, how's it, how's it going? What are you guys mm-hmm. up to? You know, it's and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a lot of, um, you know, oh my gosh, you know, we're doing, we're doing great. You know, Ben just got promoted at work and yeah, you know, we're putting our house on the market, which is super stressful, but at the same time, we're able to do that because of Ben's promotion and because of these amazing changes that we've made in our life. And we're just really doing great, you know, and it's not putting a front. It's not, not this, not beating our chests and bragging. Yeah at the same time either but if i went into a conversation where someone was like how's it going like oh you know like oh my god if my husband uh, asked me for one more thing you know or i mean oh we're putting our house on the market and he's just he's not doing anything or or oh all he's doing is working on the house and not watching the kids or you know yeah he got this promotion at work but he blew it all on video games you know, mm-hmm. is that a person you want to talk to? Not, not really. <laughs> That's like that awkward, you... like. Yeah. <laughs> but it kind of makes you think too, what do you say about me when I'm not around? Yes. That's your spouse and I'm just a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. So or do you, do you talk smack on everybody when they're not around or? Yes. I mean, it, so but I think the, that what I think that you and I are really good because obviously we have a podcast, so we do air our dirty laundry, which it's not very dirty. It's not like soiled, like it's <laughs> yeah, it's just been worn, maybe yeah. a little <laughs> you bit know, of, a little bit of sweat in there. So and, I don't think that we're living in a bubble of sunshine no. and rainbows, you know, and everything. Yeah. We're we're pretty real, it's not a fairy tale people. That yeah, we deal with some crap. <laughs> But when it comes to talking to other people on a personal one-on-one conversation, we be sure to have that respect and uplifting and edify each other. other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do it in person, do it when they're not around. Um, But examples of contempt are things like sarcasm, being cynical, name calling, eye rolling, sneering, mockery just the hostile humor mm-hmm. like the things that aren't really funny but you try <laughs> to cover it up with a joke <laughs> yeah um so keep in mind contempt is destructive and defeating it is the greatest predictor of divorce and it must be avoided at all costs it does no good <clears throat> um so there's a few ways to 
build uh, that culture of respect and appreciation that we talked about besides um, besides just practicing it, obviously. <laughs> so one of our models is small things often. Um, and this is something that, um, that I do have to work on um, because I'm always moving on to the next thing. I think mm-hmm. this is, doesn't just have to do with You're contempt. Check, checking boxes off. I'm checking boxes off. Task oriented. And I need to celebrate the small wins. And that's something that actually one of my mentors has talked about too, even on a business side of things, but celebrating the small wins versus mm-hmm. just going on to the next thing. So regularly expressing appreciation, gratitude, affection, mm-hmm. and respect for your partner. Even if it's something little, gosh, what mm-hmm. was it? Oh, like today was crazy. And I was sure to tell you like, Hey babe, like, Mm -hmm. thanks a lot for helping out today. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that I would have done before. Yeah. I wouldn't have said anything before Mm -hmm. because well, hell yeah, you're going to help me out. My (laughs) day's freaking crazy, you Mm -hmm. know, type of a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. And it, the way it's not intended this way, but the way it comes off to the other person is, well, it's the alley show and I'm just her helper. I'm here to constantly assist whatever she wants to do. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. We both are partners in this and we both have things that we want to Maybe get you done. felt that way up until the point that I appreciated <laughs> you. Oh, I still feel that way. But it was a nice But gesture. I mean, like breakfast, I made breakfast this morning. I made a lot of yeah. dishes with breakfast this morning and yeah, he I, cleaned it all up. And yeah. I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Thank you, you for do it, you do it to yourself. I sometimes. do do it to myself, you know, but so, so expressing that, or, you know, when he folds a, a load of laundry that I just hadn't gotten to yet that day, you know, um, it, you know, just saying, Hey, thanks for putting that away. Yeah. And it might not be perfect. Yeah. It's, it's about teamwork. I mean, honestly, those positive interactions will help the way that you view each other um, and really avoid that express an, uh, expression of contempt because you you have more positive interactions. Mm-hmm. And I think the magic ratios, uh, five to one ratio, positive and negative, I think I misquoted in the previous episode that it was I like seven three. or eight to oh. one, but um, five to Math. one is is a is a, the ratio for um, your relationship to succeed, five positive to one negative. And I don't just human nature. That one negative is what we remember for some reason. We don't remember the positive as much. I mean, have you ever given a presentation and they may have said five positive things like, well, you really delivered it really well. Mm. Your tone of voice was good. This was good. This was good. And you're like, well, you're just, you're waiting. Like what's, what's Where's the, the but? what's the, but where's the big, <laughs> but in here, it's like, but you know, you were missing your sources on the bottom of the slide. And it's like, that's the thing that's going to stick with you in the room <laughs> instead of the positive. So I don't know what that is, but something about humans that we do that. Mm-hmm. But the interactions, think of it like a bank account. You need to make five deposits before you make a withdrawal, so, yeah. to, so to speak. Yeah. So kind of a rough metaphor, but um, just remember that um, you need to be careful with contempt. There are ways to bring up a tough subject without showing contempt. And if you're dealing with it on a regular basis, you're talking about real stuff every day with your spouse. You don't have to show contempt. You're, you're already handling your issues. Yeah. So just remember to flourish in your relationships. And that means 
you have to be a team based on respect and understanding and not showing contempt. It does nothing positive. And just remember, it's not the end of the world, though. It can be resolved amicably. And if you are aware of it and you know how to replace it, awesome. Then you're on your way. Life's too short for the negativity that contempt brings. Mm -hmm. So this week's call to order is to identify where you have contempt in your relationships. Work on replacing phrases that display contempt and make them more positive. Pick one relationship that you have or one aspect of your relationship that has contempt and can be improved. Practice some self-talk to replace words of contempt with more positive communication. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on social media at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.